for traders who crave risk. Direction's daily leveraged and inverse ETFs provide opportunities to magnify short-term perspectives with daily 3x and 2x leverage or inverse leverage. Utilize bull and bear funds for both sides of the trade and trade through rapidly changing markets. These are highly leveraged ETFs with a daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. Whether you're a bull or a bear, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services, LLC. Global stocks remind me of something my late grandma once said to me. She said, Ronnie, it's better to have it and not need it than to not have it and need it. And that pretty much sums up global stocks. Every well-built investment portfolio needs and should have some exposure to global stocks. Today's ETF battle is a quadruple header audience requested contest focused on, you guessed it, global stocks. Find out which ETF is the best choice right after this. You're watching Season 5 of ETF Battles. I'm Rhonda Leggy, the chief culprit behind this madness, and I hope you're enjoying it. If there's a certain ETF contest that you think we should do, send me your ETF ticker symbols in the comment section below or on our X feed, at ETF Guide. We can do double, triple, and quadruple headers, so make it good. Now, don't forget to check the description section below this video. I've got viewer resources, which include ebooks, links to our program sponsor direction, and also links to our program judges, so get in touch. Global stock ETFs combine exposure to international and domestic stocks in a neat single package, and they're great portfolio building blocks. Today's ETF contest was a requested to us by a, a viewer named e, Ephem Vartsberg. Uh, thank you very much, Ephem. It's uh, between uh, global ETFs from Vanguard, uh, BlackRock, and State Street Global. Judging today's high-stakes contest is David Durking with TheStreet.com and Mike Akins with ETF Action, a duo extraordinaire. Guys, great to see both of you. Welcome back. It's great being here, Ron. Hey, Ron. Hey, Mike. Good to see you. And just by way of reminder, be sure to check out uh, what our judges are putting out, some of the great, great ETF uh, tools Mike is building over there at ETFaction.com. You can sign up uh, for a free membership, and then they also have premium services. And, of course, uh, David Durkin does one of the best uh, dividend-focused newsletters on the street. So, again, the links to both of our judges are posted below. Um, we're going to begin by looking at this contest from – Four categories. We've got cost, exposure, strategy, performance, and then mystery. Mysteries where you, our judges, can pick a single factor or multiple factors that you think are crucial to today's contest. You can also nominate wildcard ETFs if you think there's better choices elsewhere. I've got the scorekeeping chores, and at the end of the show, we'll declare an overall winner. Now, keep in mind, none of the battle outcomes are ever predetermined or known in advance by myself or our judges. Let's kick things off with the first category, cost. Dave, please get us started. Well, you won't be surprised that Vanguard's the winner in this category. Uh, VT has an expense ratio of seven basis points. 
Earth is at 24, IOO is at 41, and DGT is at 50. So it's really not even close here. Uh, I always like to look at trading spreads too, obviously. Uh, VT is one of the biggest ETFs out there. So trading spreads are next to nothing. The other ones are, are actually fairly good as well. But uh, at a total cost of eight basis points on VT, that's the easy winner for me. Thank you, Dave. Mike, you're up next. How do you see it when it comes to cost? Yeah, I don't really have much to add on cost for this battle. And I think cost does matter for this battle because you're talking about very broad um, asset allocation vehicles um, and Vanguard is head and shoulders above the others. There are other um, total world stock ETFs that are cheaper than um, the DGT, EURTH and IOO. Um, but, you know, what's interesting, and I'll get into it here in a second, is when I first looked at this, I was like, wow, this is going to be kind of boring. But as I dove in under the hood, there are differences. So cost is not the only consideration when looking at this this group. But Vanguard is is the winner, and it's not even close um, on this battle. That takes us next to exposure strategy. And Mike, you're still up. So break it down for us. What do you see between these four ETFs? Yeah, so we can kind of bucket this into three groups. Um, Vanguard is it owns everything, right? So it's truly a market capitalization. Um, world strategy, though, primarily um, it's uh, U.S. and developed ex-U.S., but it owns everything. It has 9,660 companies currently held in the portfolio, um, and it's a true total market beta strategy. If you want to own all the stock markets in the world, really chope, cheap, efficient way, uh, Vanguard is your winner, head and shoulders. Now, you get into some nuances when you go into the next two. The next category grouping that I would say is that the Spider Global Dow and the iShares MSCI World ETF, DGT and URTH, are developed uh, markets only. So they have no access to emerging markets. Important to know, if you're looking for emerging uh, market access, you will not get it with those two strategies. And they are very different. So they both own the developed markets kind of in aggregate, though DGT a lot less companies, only 157 companies versus Earth, which is 1,483. Earth is a market cap weights portfolio, so it's large market capitalization. DGT is an equal weight strategy. So if you're looking for broader access where every company counts to your performance and not just those large mega cap companies, DGT is an interesting option. And it's interesting considering how much mega cap has led to the markets. I'm a believer in mean reversion, so there might be something to that story right now. And then finally, IOO is also a market cap strategy, but it only holds the largest 100 comp companies across the world. And as a result, it has a much higher US equity allocation than the others because it's owning your, your magnificent seven with really large weights. Um, and I think that's really the way to break it down. So I have... Um, two winners today. Um, Vanguard is my overall winner. If you're set it, forget it. You want access to world stock markets. You believe in growth. You can't go wrong with VT. If you're looking for a little bit more quality bent, a little less volatility, IOO might be interesting because it is just mega cap names. These are companies with much higher moat, uh, much higher um, you know, market share relative to the market. And um, you should get a little less volatility with that though you won't participate broadly when the whole market is is rolling in a more cyclical environment. So two winners, Vanguard's my overall winner, but if you're looking for something a little bit more focused, IOO is an interesting concept because it does only focus on those largest names. Thank you, Mike. Dave, you're up next. How do you see it between these four ETFs? 
Well, Mike really did all the heavy lifting on this one. As far as the numbers, there's uh, not as uh, I don't have a whole lot to add as on that front. But I took his approach as well, and I uh, split these into two buckets: IOO and DGT. Obviously, much more concentrated, uh, much more large and mega cap tilted. So uh, you're going to get much more concentrated exposure there. Although uh, the equal weight strategy of D- DGT obviously helps spread out some of that risk. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to go with Vanguard again. I, I like the fact that uh, they have pretty much every stock in the world here, although, you know, most of them are going to get negligible exposure, but you still have them in there, which uh, provides a nice comprehensive view. It's the only one of these four funds that really has meaningful small cap exposure here. So I kind of like that too. Uh, it's got some emerging markets in there. It's got one of the one of the larger exposures to international markets overall. And obviously, you know, your mile, your mileage may vary on that, whether that's what you want or not. I personally like the, uh, the international exposure. I like the split across all market caps. So VT is my winner. That takes us next to performance and Dave, you're up. So break it down for us. Which of these ETFs stands out when it comes to their bottom line results? Well, in terms of historical performance, there's a clear winner here. IOO is uh, outperforming all the other funds, and it's by a fairly wide margin, too. Now, that's obviously pretty explainable. It's uh, focused on global mega caps, which have done especially well over the last several years. Um, It's got a little bit less of an international tilt, so the outperformance from the U.S. has affected it as well. So uh, no, no real surprise as to why it's been outperforming. Um, you know, there's not a lot, lot to add. I mean, with the caveat that past performance is not indicative of what will happen in the future. And I do think that that'll uh, shift over the next several years. But as far as purely historical performance, IOO is the winner. Mike, you're up next. How do you see it when it comes to performance? Yeah, I mean, David outlined the exact rationale around the winner of performance, which is IOO. And it's 100% market capitalization. I can take the returns of these Four portfolios, one, three, five, and 10 year. They all have been around for a long time. And their returns are directly related to their weighted average market capitalization. Um, we've just been in a market that has really rewarded large mega cap not, companies. We're not saying anything. Everybody doesn't know. It's all over the news cycle, but that is reflected in the performance, um, which I think, you know, I'm a contrarian. It, it does lean itself on a forward looking basis to think that DGT with that equal weight concept, that smaller market capitalization, broader market participation um, is eventually going to close that gap. Um, I don't know if now is the time. Um, so just from a pure macro backdrop, I'm not sure if I expect that gap to happen now. But if you believe in staying the course and you're looking for a little alpha, um, I would not be surprised. And in fact, I would expect DGT to outperform over the next decade simply through mean reversion. Well, that takes us next to the mystery battle category. This is where our judges can pick a certain factor or thing that they think is crucial to today's matchup. And so far, our judges have been breaking it down in the most magnificent, awesome way um, possible. I've been enjoying their analytical prowess. Hopefully, you are too. So, Mike, what is your mystery battle category and uh, which of these four ETFs uh, wins it? Well, as usual, I don't have a outright winner when it comes to the mystery. I just have, I, I pose a question. And what type of investor are you? Because um, really that comes down to what you're going to like here. If you're a type of investor that wants to set it and forget it um, and participate in the markets, just 
buy VT for your equity exposure is and move on. It's going to um, rebalance for you. It's going to take care of the business. It's going to be crazy tax efficient. Uh, if, you, if you're a builder and you want to tactically create your portfolio, I think IOO, DGT um, have some consideration and providing different types of exposure. Um, though you do get into a little bit of the, the idea of trying to time the market. And I can tell you, I'm yet to find somebody that does it successfully. Um, so, you know, I think you just have to ask, are you building a portfolio with multiple ETFs? Um, then there's, there's rationale kind of to go down the chain and think about different weighting methodologies, different concentration levels, um, different strategies. If you're looking to build a broader um, portfolio, set it and forget it, uh, VT is an excellent option and it is by far and away the winner in this, in today's matchup. Mike, if you're looking for a market timing tool, I know of a great AI web app that can help you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. I got you down for VT point uh, well taken on the other, other um, points that you made. So duly noted. Um, Dave, what is your mystery battle category and uh, which of these ETFs uh, stands out? Yeah, my category is going to be valuations. And I, I bring this up because uh, most investors right now are focused on the Magnificent Seven, large mega cap growth tech. And obviously, valuations on that have gotten a lot stretched. So if you diversify internationally into different markets, different market caps, you're going to have very different exposures, very different uh, profiles and valuations. So um, obviously, large caps are much more expensive than small caps. U.S. is much more expensive than international. So I think it's important to look at uh, what kind of portfolio you'd be buying here according to uh, how expensive this is. Now, uh, because they're global and they're not just focused on the on the U.S., the, uh, the valuation metrics on these are going to be cheaper than what you find in the S&P 500. Earth and IOO are going to be uh, a little more expensive than the others. Uh, their profiles, uh, other than their number of holdings, uh, are not significantly different as far as international exposure. Uh, they've got forward-looking PEs of 18, VTs at about 17, uh, despite the uh, broader coverage and the tilt into small caps a little bit there. DGT, with its equal weight methodology, uh, really gives a lot more weight to those smaller companies, even though it's uh, primarily large cap tilted. The forward-looking PE there is 12. And uh, just credit to Mike and ETF Action. I got all of these numbers off of his website. So please go check it out. There's my shameless plug for this for this video. But uh, DGT is just a, a lot cheaper. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, I think value is going to eventually start coming around again. I think international is going to start coming around again. Uh, I agree. I don't think it's probably going to happen soon. But if you're looking several years out, I think you want to consider that. Um, so from just a pure valuation standpoint, I think DGT is the winner here. But uh, again, like Mike said, it really depends on what you're looking for. But I think uh, as far as buying bargain price stocks, I think DGT is the uh, clear better choice. That was a great mystery battle category choice. Thank you very much, Dave. Now we've moved to the part of the show where our judges can give us their overall battle winner. And who will it be, Dave, uh, your final chance to weigh in? Yeah, I don't think you really need to overthink this one too much. I'm going with VT as my winner. It's the, it's the cheapest out of this group. Uh, it does the best job, in my opinion, of diversifying across market caps. It includes some emerging markets. 
uh, includes a little uh, small cap in there as well. I think it's just a, a better all-around, well-rounded portfolio compared to the other one. So I'm just going to go with the obvious choice, in my opinion, it's VT. Mike, your final chance to weigh in with your overall winner. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree with David. VT is just the broader product. Um, you know, it's it's clean, it's simple, it's cheap, it's tax efficient. Um, you just really can't go wrong if you're looking for broad global exposure to the market in a manner that lines up with the size of these companies. Um, I will just put the second note in there. And I think Dave did a great job talking about valuations, mean reversion. Um, you know, looking out 10 years, if you are a risk taker, um, if you have a longer time horizon, um, to that extent, I, I think there's there's rationale to believe that DGT will be your your winner longer term um, if you hold it for through full market cycles. Um, that's no different than if you take the two kind of kings of the space, SPY and RSP on the S&P 500. You know, RSP has gotten crushed relative to SPY recently um, over the past decade, but you take it back, you know, since both products inceptions and it still has a nice um, outperformance. It just does it with more risk. And there's no free run. There's no free lunch in this world. But if you have a longer time horizon, you're willing to take on a little more risk. Um, there is, I think, academic rationale to believe that DG, DGT will provide some alpha over full market cycles. There you have it. Our judges have spoken. And according to our final battle scorecard, today's winner, it's VT. And a VT dominated in most categories. I, I thought at one point this was almost going to be a sweep in favor of VT. But IOO did do very well in terms of performance, at least historical performance. It's, uh, it's delivered some pretty delicious returns. Um, and uh, large, largely due to, as pointed out by uh, Dave, uh, the, the heavy influence of those top 100 stocks, those mega caps that have been dominant performers, that's been helping IOO. And then, um, you know, one of the other points made by our judges, uh, Mike, that uh, VT is certainly the most diversified choice in this battle. Almost 10,000 holdings, my goodness, in a single ETF ticker, you can get 10,000 holdings. That's pretty good, and it's super cheap. Um, and also pointed out that you get some emerging markets as well, small cap exposure in VT. You don't get that in DGT or uh, U-R-T-H. You, you don't get that emerging markets exposure. I thought that was a great point. But looking ahead, Mike said, hey, you know, if you're more of a risk taker, that equal weight approach may favor DGT. So if you're more on the tactical side and you want to maybe play that long game, um, check out DGT, at least keep it on your watch list. And for you portfolio builders, and you'd like those big building blocks that can um, be the foundation of a portfolio, VT is still uh, an excellent choice per our analysis on today's ETF battles. Great analysis by both of our judges, Mike and Dave. Well done. We couldn't have done it without you. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Ron. Good to see you, Dave. Uh, you guys do. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, and be sure to check out the description section below. I've got links to both of our judges, so get in touch. Also got a link down there to our program sponsor, Direction. So which ETF battle would you like to see on the next episode? Send me your ticker symbols in the comment section below. Also on our X feed at ETF Guide. I'm Ron DeLegge. Thanks for watching ETF Battles. We'll see you next time.
for traders who crave risk. Direction's daily leveraged and inverse ETFs provide opportunities to magnify short-term perspectives with daily 3x and 2x leverage or inverse leverage. Utilize bull and bear funds for both sides of the trade and trade through rapidly changing markets. These are highly leveraged ETFs with a daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. Whether you're a bull or a bear, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services, LLC.